Welcome to episode 194 of Telepractice Today with Kim Dutro-Allen and Dr. Todd Houston. Hey, welcome back to another episode. Um, recently, a couple months ago, I got a new computer, a new Mac laptop, and I've been exploring some of the new features that come with that. And I found some that are helpful for telepractice that I wanted to share. One is that any Mac bought after, I think, 2020 has the ability to have um, iPad apps on the laptop which is really nice. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. So I've had, um, if you guys are familiar with the skip programs, down contrast and phonology, something like that. I had a, uh, this is dating myself, but a CD-ROM of it in grad school <laughs> that I would use because you could plug in your students' errors and it would come up with minimal contrast pairs for you and you didn't have to go go through and try and think of them. Um, and I knew that they had an iPad app, but I didn't have an iPad. Well, there's several in my house, but not one that was claimed as mine. <laughs> and I didn't want to try and figure out how to screen share my iPad in different platforms that I use and everything like that. But when I figured out that I could put it on my computer and still have it come up and use it, then that made it a lot easier. You still, as far as I can see, don't have the option for them to manipulate your screen. You're still screen sharing as far as selling, sharing it over a telepractice platform. But usually I don't have a problem with that because I find that it's easier to make them use language to get tell you what to do <laughs> since we're, you know, speech language pathologists. Um, the other thing that's really fun is in... Uh, FaceTime, but anytime you're using your camera on your Mac, there are reactions that you can get to come on. So, and you can use them either by, there's um, a button in the settings that you can use to get them to come on, but there's also hand gestures. So I've figured out if I do a thumbs up, there's a little thumbs up thought bubble that pops up by my head. If I hold up a peep peace sign, there's balloons that pop up. And it's right there in your video. And sometimes I forget that it's there. <laughs> and then I'm like counting how many times the kids said a word right. And then these balloons pop up, which is how I figured it out the first time that it did. <laughs> so that's awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it really like, you know, because I work with kids that are in like third, fourth grade all the way up to high school. But it is a good attention getter. And I like that it's just like embedded right there in the video. They always kind of get mad that it doesn't work on their side. But mm. It's it's still pretty fun. So there's yeah, there's fireworks, lasers, um, heart like heart emojis that will pop up when you do a heart with your hands and confetti, a rainstorm, a thumbs down. So all of those that just like pop up right into your video. So that's another way to increase some of that engagement. So I'm sorry if you're a Windows user and you're listening to is, but, you know, come back from the dark side and use right. some of these things. <laughs> See the light. See the light. Yes. Yes. I, I wonder if you do a, a single finger salute. <laughs> what will come up if... Uh, um, I haven't tried, haven't that, tried that so one? far. <laughs> 
there might be some of my high school students that provoke that reaction in me. But <laughs> so far, I've constrained myself. <laughs> so, but that's that's really cool. Different, yeah. different gestures. You know, you don't have to click on something. You can just do, yeah, do it quickly. Yeah. And it's there. Yep, yep. It's been that's really fun. Awesome. That's pretty awesome. I haven't played around with that, but I, I guess I need a new computer to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dating. Last time I bought a computer, the one I'm using right now actually is from 2018. So it's, uh, I think, going to start reaching its point of no return soon. I know. It's crazy how fast that happens. Yeah. And of course, with Apple, they'll say you can't really use the latest operating systems after a certain point. And then you're stuck with the old operating system and it doesn't work with new, you know, things that come out like that. So. Yeah, I know we have a perfectly good iPad that's basically a paperweight now because it won't update and you can't get any apps on it anymore, but it still turns on great. So it's kind of crazy how things go out of date so fast. Very fast. And I I think it's going to get even faster going forward with all the stuff that's happening in the field. Yep. It's kind of crazy. So... We have uh, someone joining us actually from Ohio, uh, I discovered today. I don't know why I didn't put that together, but she's actually based here in Ohio where I am. Uh, We have Teresa Kelsch on the show. We have Teresa Kelsch on the show. Hi, are you creative? Do you want to give a webinar or teach a course? Maybe you're a writer. Do you want to create a blog? Maybe you have an idea for a podcast. Whatever your passion is, we at 3C Digital Media Network want you to be a content creator so we can bring your ideas to life. So, to get started, visit our website at 3cdigitalmedianetwork.com and sign up to be a content creator. We look forward to seeing your passions come to life on our platform. Well, Teresa, welcome back to the podcast, uh, reigning champion. Now, you you joined us early on, and we're so thrilled to have you back. For those who didn't hear you uh, way back when, can you introduce yourself and, and share more about your background? Yeah, I'm so glad to be here again. It's kind of nice uh, catching up after all this time. Um, I originally was on because I was teletherapist for about six years. um, And I had a Teachers Pay Teacher store where I was creating a lot of online products with my husband um, because I just couldn't find certain things that I wanted for my students. And so I just kind of started making my own and started going that route. and then when I saw people actually like were buying them, it was like, okay, so I kind of did that for a bit. Um, and then I stopped once we had our son. It was just like too much to keep up with. Um, but um, people still like my products and will use them. So that's kind of another goal of mine is to go back to that. Um, but that's kind of how I started with you guys when you had started your podcast. And I was kind of going on about, you know, how do we help these uh, educators during the thick of COVID and using online products when it was not always a thing that was happening uh, in the classroom and when everyone was at their home. 
so we were kind of discussing that last time, right. uh, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, since then, um, a lot has changed. Um, I have kind of left the teletherapy world for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I've left off since last time we chatted. So I don't know. Um, to those who still follow my <laughs> store, mm-hmm. Lady in the Box, I don't know if I can say that, but sure. um, it's still a thing. It's still there. And um, I'm hoping to get back to that uh, eventually. It's just kind of a lot to promote, to make, to sell, right. all of that. But I really miss the create creativity of teletherapy, um, kind of thinking outside the box a bit. Uh, yeah. versus always having that person be there in front of you. Um, yeah. So that's yeah. kind of where we left off. <laughs> so where are you at now? So now I, well, we had my son <laughs> and I was still doing teletherapy, which was great. It was a great balance when he was sick, uh, when he was really little. Um, I was able to kind of manage, you know, my caseload all knowing that he was here if he needed me. We had a nanny for a little while. But then he kind of outgrew it, and he mm-hmm. goes to a sitter now, loves it. Um, but, you know, got sick immediately. Teletherapy, <laughs> it's, it's, I knew it would happen, but it started to just crumble. Um, yeah. I couldn't keep up. I was missing sessions. I have to email my facilitator who goes and gets my students. I have to email my teachers. I was doing constant makeup sessions. It was just starting to fall apart. And I just said, this isn't functional. Um, When I reached out to my company, they said, yeah, we can't really do part-time. We really need full-time, which I thought was a bit ridiculous considering there's the obvious need. But I said, okay, something needs to change. So I looked for jobs. (laughs) I started again, like what's local around me? And so I saw a job posting for a school that I had already subcontracted with through an old employer previous to teletherapy. And I said, Mm -hmm. I remember them. So I contacted the principal and um, they were like, oh, yeah, I know your old employer. Like, you know, how how do you feel about being part time? And I said, perfect. That's exactly what I want. (laughs) Um, But they said, you won't make enough being hired directly to the district you'll make more if you are a contractor do you Mm. have an llc or a business and i said actually i do (laughs) i i use it in the summertime when i'm off Mm -hmm. and i see one client in my neighborhood that's all i do with it (laughs) Mm -hmm. and the the reason i have it is because my friend who's an slp told me to get it and she says it's so easy you get your llc you get your liability insurance and, and you can see people. Yeah. Yeah. Get a file cabinet, you know, and like <laughs> um, get your tax ID number, you know. And, like, right and, and I was like, well, why don't I just do it? And then I have it if I need it. And it might have been the smartest thing I ever did because um, I could start right away. They, I was ready to go. Um, so they were like, okay, sold. You make your own schedule. Come in when you want. As long as you see your kids, we don't care when you come in. Here you go. And I was like, yeah. um, I can't, I can't say enough good things about being a contract worker at a school. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. And yeah. that's kind of, mine kind of fell into my lap as well. The one that I have 
And it's, yeah, it's, I don't do staff meetings. I do this. I don't do that. I get to pick and choose. This is my schedule. It's the best of both worlds, I think, that you get some of that, like, consistency of school schedule and the summer off and everything. But you remove some of the headaches. Yes, Yes, I agree with that. Um, And you still build some relationships, which is Mm -hmm. great, I think. Um, I like that part, too. Um, And also, I feel like I'm making a difference more so because it's me in charge. Like, I -hmm. feel like Mm. I I did this. I think I can fall into a lazy groove sometimes when it's like, oh, yeah, you know, I I know what I'm doing. But it's almost like when I'm like, oh, this is on me. Like, right. I I take a little more to fall back onto. Yeah. It makes me like, like, I really want them to feel like they're getting the help that they need for you know the contracts that we have and i'm trying to do you know my best um not necessarily to like prove myself but it's kind of like a little challenge for me which i think is what i kind of needed i think i was falling into a little bit of a slump with teletherapy too yeah um i was with the same district for six years which was Mm. great Um, but I could feel like I was coming out of this shell that I had been in. And I was like, I think I actually want to be around people again. Like, I didn't (laughs) think I'd ever say that. I was like, I kind of miss people. Um, so when I looked at it, I was like, like some mornings I wake up and I'm like, uh, but then I'm like, you work for yourself. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, so just you know, go with it and just like try to have some fun with it. So, and I really do get excited when I'm there Um, and people are like, Oh, how are you? You know, it's like, okay, this is kind of nice. And it's two days a week. So it's like, perfect. Just enough time where I'm not totally overwhelmed. I feel like I can actually focus and help these students and then I can go home and like take care of other things. Yep. Um, So do you have any like lessons learned from telepractice or things that you've taken with you back into seeing in person and any tips for making that transition? Oh, those are some good questions. Um, (laughs) What's interesting is my like arsenal of activities that I use for teletherapy. I'm using a lot with my students um, in person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And which is really, really validating (laughs) that, uh, you know, you I mean, yes, I've made products, but I've also purchased a ton of products as everyone has. And so it's awesome that I get to, I don't have to like, you know, they're asking me, they're actually asking me, do you want us to help you with like products? Do you need things? Like you never have a school ask you, like, can we help you? (laughs) I think it's legally not allowed, but they're just so sweet. And I'm like, you know what? I have so many activities that are digital. Um, Mm -hmm. I still do things on paper. I still print off things. But I have so much that has helped me already. Um, language, vocabulary, um, a lot of the goals are similar. So it's like I really didn't have to change a whole lot. So telephone yeah. kind of saved me there in terms yeah. of products. And in sessions, do you pull them up on an iPad? Are you doing them on a laptop, smart board? What's, what's your favorite way to work, use them? I still pull it up on my laptop. I have okay. an iPad that they gave me. Sometimes if I'm, sometimes I do co-treats, the PT and OT let me co-treat, which is awesome. Cause if you need to take in a session, then we'll go back and forth. Like they do an exercise, they come over to me, then I'll bring the iPad with me and I'll just walk around the school, you know, with it. 
Um, or if they're doing activities where they're mobile, instead of carrying a big laptop, I'll just bring the iPad and do that. Um, that's nice, like on the go, if I missed a kid, you got to squeeze them in somewhere. Uh, I'll do that. Um, but otherwise, it's usually just like, um, you know, pencil and paper on the desk, or we do a laptop, or I have a dry erase board, which I haven't used in years. Um, <laughs> you know, we write on there. Um, I'm mm-hmm. pretty basic with that. Uh, especially when just like, I'm only one month in doing this. So you guys are talking to me at a really interesting wow. time. <laughs> I'm getting baselines right it's now. It's fresh. Yeah, It's fresh. I'm trying to find baselines for these students. So sometimes for some kids, I'm, I'm like learning like, okay, they need a paper and pencil kind of a situation. Mm-hmm. With other kids, I'm like, I can pull up one of my vocab activities and they'll, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I'm kind of figuring that out right now. Um, so it's good to kind of just, when you're making a switch, find the baseline first of where these students are. And that kind of helps determine what kind of activity you go into. And yes, I have had like one session where I was like, this was way too difficult of an activity. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to, you know, scale it back. Um, it just takes a little bit of time. And most importantly, you want to build that relationship with them. So I I am finally in that spot where we have the relationship. It has been starting. And now I'm finally kind of getting that data collection. And we're getting some things going. It just I like that. It takes a while. So I'd say be patient, you know, um, and I'm coming in mid-year. So it's really weird. They don't know who I am. They, some of them don't even know that they needed speech because they haven't had it all year. Oh. I'm doing like makeup times. I was going to say, do you have a bunch of comp time that you have to do? Yeah. Yeah. So which is fine because it fills my days. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, I don't mind it at all. But um, a lot of them are just kind of confused. They don't know really what's going on. <laughs> so now that we're kind of past that initial hump, uh, I think there's some trust now. There's some understanding. And with teachers, too. Um, you know, I had to make a schedule and all that stuff. And, oh, you can't pull them on this day because they have OT. You can't pull them on this day. Or you can't get them because they're in biology here. Um, so that's the tricky part, too. But I think yeah. we're finally there. Um, and I just went for it. So, you know, I, I think um, I'm kind of proud that I've made it this far <laughs> a month in. I've never done this before. Um, but I will say that I think there is kind of a revolution happening with it. Um, there's a Facebook group that I started following um, that someone had told me about. I forget how I found it. And it's where it's all these SLPs, OTs, and PTs talking about school contracts and how do you start mm-hmm. and that group has helped me immensely i had no idea how many people are doing it across the country right um and people are kind of like saying i kind of want to stray away from these contract companies they're mm-hmm. okay but i'm kind of questioning things and mm-hmm. i understand that so i think that has been um really eye-opening for me too um, and it also been, has been helpful for me making the switch. It's called like SLP OTPT school contractors. It's a Facebook yep. group. Yeah. I've um, seen that. Yeah. Is it, is it uh, Elise? Yes. Huh? Yes. Yeah. Yep. She's been on a couple times and we oh, love yeah. her. We love her. Yeah. She has been, ex- she's extremely helpful. I, um, everything she posts and talks about, and she's so motivating in the group and she posts like, okay, what's your weekly celebration or what's mm-hmm. the thing that went really south this month? 
um, <laughs> who hasn't sent in their invoice yet? Like she sends Blair, she posts. Oh, that was me today. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's a good reminder. Yeah. So um, I don't know. It makes me feel like I made the right decision yeah. when I see so many other SLPs doing it, including my friends who told me to get my LLC in the first place. Um, I think if it was me six years ago, I would have said, no way, too scared, can't do it. But when I'm pinned against a corner, you know, I'm like, I can't, I need to lower my hours. I need something flexible. Man, mm-hmm. this is the most flexible I think you can get. Um, yeah. And yes, the taxes and the all that stuff, I'm learning on the fly with everything. But I think for me, it is worth it. And um, I really don't have any regrets yet. Maybe tax time I will. But I don't have any regrets <laughs> right now um, in terms of my mental health. I think it's it's helping me um when i was feeling stagnant a bit yeah yeah um is there any of those like soft skills that were kind of hard to adjust to i'm just trying to decide if i ever want to like buy hard pants as one (laughs) (laughs) as one influencer calls them having to buy hard pants instead of stretchy pants to go back to work in person oh my god that was that was those kinds of like the things we don't always think about in going back in person. <laughs> my, well, when it was Christmas time, I think I signed my contract in December, but I wasn't going to start until January. And my husband's like, I got to get you some like dress clothes. <laughs> He's like, you don't have like a dress shirt. You don't have yep. dress pants. I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that. Uh, I have a pair of pants that I've only worn to Asha. <laughs> They sit in my closet the rest of the year and then I pull it back out for Asha again. (laughs) Don't need you don't need any other reason to wear. What's nice at my school now is they're very casual. Um, so like my first day I like dressed up and wearing the dress pants and wearing the dress shirt, and then like the teachers are wearing like a hoodie because it's like a game (laughs) or something. I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. Um all right. So I yeah, I'm still in the leggings, but I will jazz up the shirt. I'll jazz up the shirt. <laughs> I'll try to look a little clean. Um, you know, there's some nights where my my son has nightmares and I'm sleeping on the floor of his room and then I wake up and look like a crazy lady. Um, <laughs> the nice thing is they they do not care. They are, the staff there is just so nice, which also really helps, you know, me realize that I, I made a good decision because everyone there is extremely supportive. So yeah, if you show up looking crazy they're just like how are you are you okay like genuinely concerned <laughs> about you not just like oh my god yeah. you look crazy. and also like you're here so we yeah. don't really care what you look like <laughs> you're making up time for us thank you yeah they're yes. the most grateful people and i'm grateful for them because they are allowing me to pull their students and collaborate you know so i'm really grateful for that but like um yeah i mean there's a little people pleasing that mm-hmm. um I kind of fall into. I don't know if that's necessarily soft skill, but like, you know, teletherapy, I could be like, tell my monitor, can you go ask that teacher? Because if you get to her, you'll get to her quicker than my email will. Right. So now I'm just like, I'm walking all around like, oh, sorry, sorry. Can I, can I ask you, you know, I have to kind of go back to um, those kinds of things. And I'm still like sweating, you know, because some teachers, um, you know, they, they got a lot going on in their room and you don't, can I just pull them for, you know? Mm-hmm. um can we talk for a minute so just really more confrontation uh this time around right. I haven't done that in six years um <laughs> in person 
though I guess you could call it social skills. I don't know. Yeah. Um, needing to be better about that. But um, yeah, because everything happened so fast, I really didn't have a choice because they're like, you need to make up these minutes for these kids. So it was kind of like, hey, can I pull in now? Kind of like a, um, you got speech now. So can we do this? Um, but most of the teachers are pretty responsive. Um, I just, I don't, think, I don't think everybody knew I was coming. It was like over Christmas break, you know, so all of a sudden I was there and they're like, oh, okay. Like, sure. So yeah, that was, that was a little awkward for me initially. Um, like Santa brought us a yeah. speech language pathologist. <laughs> Who is this woman? Um, yeah, it says we had to get like a name tag to, you know, the security stuff. And I'm just like, whoa, a name tag. Like, whoa, this is weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a computer whoa, to carry stuff around to bring a lunch. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. Um, but it's good. It's good. I'm a very extroverted person. And I think with COVID and everything that's happened and having a kid during COVID and all that, I think this is really um I think it's it's helping me kind of get back out there and really figure out what I want to do. It's giving me the time finally to sit and be like, would I want to continue this? Would I want mm -hmm. to do more school contracts? Um, is this something that uh, interests me more? Do I, you know. Uh, yeah. Or get school contracts over telepractice, too. Right. That as well. Um, and like, I'm, at this point, I'm licensed in four states. So, wow. like, yeah, it just by chance at my first back when I started, they like, okay, we want you in Georgia, this company I worked for. And they said, no, never mind, scratch that. We want you in Mississippi. No, scratch that. So I was getting licensed and all, and they said, finally, okay, no, New Mexico. Um, I'm like, is this the last one? You know, like, yeah, it's fine. New Mexico is where you're going to be. And that's where I was. I was working with kids in New Mexico for six years. Um, but I also have Ohio, which is where I live. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I mean, at that point, it's like, well, I could kind of, you know, if there's mm -hmm, kids yeah. in these different states, um, I could do that, too, and make my own schedule or just keep it in Ohio uh, and right. see kids that way. So, yeah, there's some options there. And I'm still learning through Elise Mitchell and her group and things like that, the different possibilities of how things work. And if I wanted to hire people to work under me, which I don't, I'm mm -hmm. nowhere near that, but there's all of those options, too. Um, but I think I really enjoy for now, I really enjoy representing me doing the therapy and yeah. kind of just, I think I feel better hiring someone under me after having done it myself for a while, then I can kind of introduce somebody into it and know kind of what to expect. Um, if that makes sense, that's kind of where, um, I think I'd go with it first. It's just me do it for now. Um, and build relationships that people would want me to come back or they'd want to, right. someone that's hired under me because they know that right. I worked with them or I think it just takes time to build those relationships, um, which I'm totally fine doing and just going with the flow. I'd much rather start small. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. yeah so kind of what's what's the name of your company, your LLC? <laughs> it's pretty uh straightforward because i had no good ideas it's just my last name kelsh speech therapy llc that's it i did nothing because i didn't think i'd ever really do anything with it i thought i would just see some kids in the summer in my neighborhood 
I threw it out in the neighborhood Facebook group, my neighborhood, and I said, hey, does anybody have kids on an IEP already that maybe wants to continue mm-hmm. services this summer? So that way I'm not doing evaluations. I'm just yeah. continuing services at a discounted rate. There's no wait list. Yeah. I can take you on. Um, and I had one person reach out and I have seen that kid for the past two summers. Um, and even that has been amazing because it's like, okay, I've built this one really strong relationship mm-hmm. and I wanted to go through all of the steps of owning a business. You know, I do private pay. I don't do insurance, but like just going through the steps of like, how am I going to document? How am I going to counsel the parent? I'm doing this on my own. Nobody's overseeing this. It's just me. Right. So, um, doing that, which is that one kid and seeing his progress every summer has actually been really cool. Uh, and I would continue doing individual too, if that was an option down the road. It's just, I had to scale back so much because childcare, my husband and I both work. Sure. Um, so I had to just kind of do one kid, one summer, once a week. And it was fine. I think that it worked out well. I had people, I had friends say, I have kids I can give you that you could see from my caseload. If you want to see, I'll, I'll, and I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I can't take on anymore. So I'm just slowly easing back into full time. Mm-hmm. I don't know when that will be, but for now I just kind of have to start small here. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'll lose my mind. Um. <laughs> it's, a, it's exciting that you have these different ways of, of, providing services you could do telepractice you could hire Mm -hmm. someone to do telepractice for your company Mm -hmm. or you could be in person a couple days a week so i think it's you know it's the beauty of the profession to be able to do those different things yeah and i think just how we talk about like telepractice being a good fit for certain clients and not for certain clients i feel like there's like seasons of our life for the slp too where it's a good fit or not a good fit and even though we're telepractice today, I think we like to show both sides of that. And I think it's encouraging to kind of like, even for those going into telepractice to know, like, it'll be okay if I decide to transfer, you know, transition out of it as well. I can still take a lot of those skills that I've learned and the and the materials because I'm like you, I have spent a lot of money on materials. And sometimes I'm like, am I going to be able to use these if I ever right. go in person again? So. That's good to, and encouraging to hear. Yeah. And I, I think I would go back to Tello. We might, we might, we're thinking we might move um, to be closer to my family. And my husband's like, well, what are you going to do? You know, your contract with all of this ends in May. And then, you know, what do we do? And I'm like, well, I already have summers off. I could still see my one client who always, he's, they're already asking for me to see them again this summer. I could do the one client. Or if our son goes to his sitter this summer, I could pick up more or I could just wait, hold off for a minute and I can pick up tele at any time. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm, like I said, I'm licensed in all these states. Yes, it's a pain in the butt. Um, I won't get into the specifics about licensing. We all know it's a pain. <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole other episode. That's a, that's like, we, need like a, we need a couple days. Master that. course. <laughs> oh, yes. Um mm-hmm. But I could pick up tele again and I would not be upset about it. Yeah. Um, and I think my skills would still be there. I don't, I think once you are school-based for so long, once you're in one setting for so long, it's kind of like learning a language. It's like, mm-hmm. they say, if you don't use it, you lose it. But I really do think like you can pick it back up again. Um, 
yes, you'll make mistakes, but I'd say if someone's like, I don't know, it's so nice being at home, but like, I don't make enough or I'm thinking maybe there's this clinic and they're offering more, but I don't know. Teletherapy is always going to be there. Um, so after six years, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try it. And if I don't like it, then okay, I go back to tele. So, um, I think that's kind of the nice thing about it is that there are so many choices. So I don't want anyone feeling like I can't get out of it. Um, it just takes some time and some research and asking around, asking questions. All I do is ask questions. <laughs> All I'm doing is asking people questions. Um, and I'm grateful for the friends that I have who've done this already, who I have no problem answering my questions um, about it. And they've been through all of it. Um, Jill Shook is also amazing. She oh, would tell yeah. us. Um, she's the one who helped me initially. Um, mm-hmm. And, did and I think she's recently gone back in person too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And I met- I messaged her and I was like, yes, we're both going back. Um, (laughs) And she needed flexibility, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think our profession is like most is demanding in this country. It's just like, um, you know, productivity, productivity, productivity. And it's like, I, we can't do our jobs. Like, I don't feel ethical doing some things. Um, And then just abandoning my family. Like it just, it is what it is. Um, So props to her too. Um, right. and yeah. she's still doing like her consultations and she's doing some of her own clients and she's going to her daughter's school, I think, which is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, so good for her. Yeah. And she's extremely helpful with all of this. Yeah. So she's really been through it with, um, owning her own business. So sure. yeah, I see people like that and I'm like, okay, okay. This is, this is very validating for me. So it's helpful to see those people. Exactly. Yeah. Well. Teresa, thank you for coming back on and sharing what was going on or what is going on. How can people reach out to you and be in touch if they have a question? Well, I still have my Lady in the Box Instagram. Okay. Um, sometimes I poke in there um, and I ask people uh, questions. <laughs> I'm like, sure. hey, I'm still here, but who has a student like this? And mm-hmm. do you have any good therapy ideas? Or if I have um, like really good therapy ideas I want to share, sometimes I share them on my Instagram. Um, so yeah, my Instagram is just lady in the box. It's lady and then like the under, is it underscore. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm ancient talking right now. Lady underscore in underscore the underscore box. Gotcha. Uh, and that, yeah, you, they can find me on there. Um, I also, if they want to talk about uh, anything LLC related or business related, I'm happy to answer their questions for that too. That's great. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us and good luck with everything. Thank you. I appreciate it so much. I want to thank Teresa for joining us on the podcast. Go check out what she's doing over at Kelsch. That's K-O-E-L-S-C-H speechtherapy.com www.K-O-E-L-S-C-H speechtherapy.com and she's also you can reach her at teresa t-h-e-r-e-s-a at kelsch k-o-e-l-s-c-h speechtherapy.com and she's also the the brains behind the lady in the box 
And you can check out some of her materials over at Teachers Pay Teachers and also on Instagram. So uh, reach out to Teresa and say hello and check out the materials that she has. And I think she has plans of doing a lot more. And with that, thank you for joining us on this episode. Please, if you don't mind, leave us that five-star review that helps us to attract new listeners and new subscribers and helps us with uh, moving up in the rankings too. And with that, until next week, be safe and be kind. This has been a production of the 3C Digital Media Network.